Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio.
pick up your phone, pick up your smartphone. You can call in using Skype or Gmail or whatever. It is the future. And dial 646-378-0649. And if you're still confused as to whether or not Boy Crazy Radio uh, is the place for you or should it consider your new home away from home, just let me know if any of the following things sound familiar to you. Perhaps some of the things I'm about to rattle off sound like you or sound familiar in, a, in an odd way. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands, way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge-eating and picking at your face? Well, cut it the fuck out. Who's going to love you if you're all pockmarked and disgusting and disformed? Not me, but maybe me. Probably me. You guys, are any of you out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Me too! Oh my god, let's talk about it! Are all of your friends assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Ugh, I hate that. How can you trust anyone when everybody's like that? We'll talk about it tonight. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook posts, your retweets, or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face? In the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show? Then this is the goddamn place for you. It's the luckiest day you've ever had in your entire life because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me and my upcoming guest tonight, because tonight we have a very special guest. Not only is he good-looking, smart, talented, on the rise, his name is Thomas Middleditch. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's going to give you great advice, perhaps even better advice than I'm ever going to give you. Anyway, we'll get to him in a second. Let me and Thomas Middleditch be the shoulders that you cry on because all we want to do is be the big sister and big brother you never even knew you needed. So pick up your fucking phone. Once again, dial 646-378-0649, and I'm going to pass in my very special guest tonight. Well, let me first let you know what he's doing. Let me, let me let you know who you're about to be talking to. His name is Thomas Middleditch. Uh, what's he up to? Well, glad you asked. All right. Uh, he is the star of a new HBO show that's coming out this spring called Silicon Valley. He is also uh, the star. I'm just going to keep saying phrases like the star of because it's true, you guys. Wrap it around your big skull. All right. All right. He is the star of a big comedy feature called Search Party that's coming out this fall. And tonight, if you can't even, if you, if you, can't, if you can't be patient and you're too excited about Thomas Middleton, he is also going to be in the season premiere of Key and, oh, my God, I hope I'm saying this right. Key and Peel, which is right after tonight's podcast at 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. And, I mean, this is more for me than for you, I just shot some weird short film with him, and we had to make out. Anyway, enough of that. I'm going to patch him in. We've waited long enough. Uh, Thomas, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you already regretting this? No, not at all. What a treat. What a treat. I like that that music, that waiting music. I don't know if the other people hear it or it's just me. Do the other people hear it? The boppy music, like the serial dreamy girly music? Yeah, it's real throwback 80s kind of sensitive stuff. Oh, no, they heard it. That was for everybody. That was not just for you. Oh, that's beautiful. It really brightened my day. Um... Did I, did I give you a good enough intro? Was it okay? Was it too excited? Was it too uh, hectic? How are you feeling? You give me an exquisite intro. God, I feel so I feel so well introed. 
Yeah, I think everything's going to be okay. Your life's on track. You're doing lots of cool shit. I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, on the brink of killing themselves because they don't feel like they're doing enough uh, when compared to you. So we might have to save more <laughs> lives than we set out to, to save tonight. All right. Um, by the way, ladies, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but Thomas is spoken for. You have a girlfriend, right? Yeah, a sweet girl. The best one. I think I may, have, I, I may have got the best one. It's tricky. Thomas, Thomas Middleditch is dating the best girl. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. You can look longingly at all my at all my online photos. Oh my God, this is, this is getting gross fast. Okay, phone lines are heating up. This is very exciting. Um, I guess I think that's what they say in radio or whatever. Um, so I'm just trying to do what they what I feel I'm supposed to do in radio. Okay. We're going to take our first call, and then we're going to get to other stuff about love and dating and more personal stuff about you. Is that all right? Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Let's just dive right in to help some people in a major way. Area code 703. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Hi. <laughs> Wait. Um, two, Alex- two Alexi Wassers? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. This is for everybody out there. When you call in, give me your name, how old you are, where you're calling from, and then we'll go right into your problem. So who are we talking to right now? Okay, this is Maria. I'm calling from Brooklyn. And what was the last one? How old are you? Oh, 21. All right. 21 oh, years old. This is like, this is like a, a real girl's situation. Brooklyn, 21, young <laughs> and crazy. What's up, Maria? <laughs> Um, I have a question about it has to do with dating. Um, that's like very broad, but I started liking a guy who's seventeen. Um, and I feel like that's borderline creepy, but at the same time, he's pretty mature. Like, and we're kind of like, it's weird. Like, I feel like. I don't. I don't want to say soulmates because that's like stretching it. But I've never like actually connected with someone that much, and it's kind of scaring me. Did you say he's under eighteen, and that's the problem? He's seventeen. He's seventeen, and you're twenty-one. Oh my god! All right, keep going. I'm gonna throw this to Thomas first. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much a family friend that I've known for my whole life. He's my dad's best friend's son. Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure he likes me, too. So it's, it's a little bit scary. Like, I've asked my sisters about this. One of them thinks it's disgusting, but the other one is like, it's fine. He's going to be 18 in March, which is pretty far away, but I'm right I don't know. Eight, that was my next question, 18 in March. You know what you should do? You should just print out a calendar and then just, you know, mark off every day with, like, a red a red pen. Like an I know. Make it to March. But, Thomas, well, what do you think? Let me – like, first of all, I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that. Uh, I also think, like, fucking way to go on the guy. Like, yeah, my man. <laughs> um, no, but my I, – I guess – I don't know, actually. I don't know if you ended up – if you were to end up doing anything, if that would be – if that would be legally anything weird. I actually don't. I don't know, but why not just, like, I mean, there's nothing that says you can't hang out and date and consider yourself, like, say that I like you and confront the man. 
But I would just hold off on the extreme heavy contact (laughs) until he's 18 just so you don't get to anything tricky. I mean, is there anything else like outside of this weird, you know, actually a fairly minor age gap that would, that would make you second guess it. I understand that he's like a family friend, but is there anything else outside of that? Is he actually a cousin? Um, no, he's not a cousin. <laughs> he's not related at all. Um, <laughs> he's just, it's a weird, like, connection that I've never had before. That's why it's, like, scaring me. And the fact that yeah. he's, like, 17 is, like, creepy to me. No, 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 it's not creepy. I, I lost. Yeah. I, I was 19 when I lost my virginity. A little late by today's standards, but I lost my virginity to someone who was like, who was 22 at the time. That's almost the same gap, but just, uh, you know, a year or two yeah. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's not weird. I think it's just like the only thing weird is that like, say you guys have sex and someone has an issue with it. That <laughs> you know. It's like the older you get, yeah. the, the big, the less the age gap matters. But it is, it is a little trickier when, when it's still teen stuff. Yeah, right. I, like I doubt, he, I doubt the guy is gonna have a problem with it. I think the guy is gonna love life. And like, do your parents know at all? Like, do your parents have an issue with it? Um, that's like my, my like fear because we're so close to their family. I feel it. I mean, my parents support me through everything I do, but that, I feel like that would be so awkward and just oh strange. This is getting more and more sexy because now it's like forbidden love. It's like I just imagine you, it's like Valley Girl or something. Like you should like sleep outside of his bedroom or like sneak in somehow. Crawl in the bed with him. It's yeah. getting better and this better. This is total, this is, this is begging for like a Dawson's Creek moment. Like, I don't want oh my gosh. You know, this is like Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> um, oh wait, more importantly though, how tall how tall is the guy? He's definitely like six three, so he's definitely Damn it, six every, three. He's definitely six three. How tall are you? Five two? I'm five ten. You're five oh my Whoa, god. Alexi, why did why did you guess so small? <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like I'm so tall and I'm always like trying to, you know, date somebody who's taller than me, but I, it never happens. Like I always fall in love with a guy who's like five six or something because I love their weird Napoleon complex and their personality and stuff. But and then I feel like all my girlfriends were like five two or five three, um, who don't wear heels and make hang out by the way, which is totally annoying and I'm always wearing flats. Anyway, um they always meet guys who they always meet guys who are like six four or something and it's just like I don't know. So I just felt like Yeah. Um all right. So, what's the plan? What do we just? What is Thomas and I? Do we help? Do we? Do we make a plan for you? So you guys are gonna make out. You're gonna pursue it. Uh, it's not technically rape. He's not screaming no. Uh, don't tell your parents. Don't have sex yet, maybe, but we'll see what happens. And uh, I feel good about this. Do you want to get the guy on the phone? You can always through a call us with him. I'm pretty sure he's like asleep now. <laughs> he, is much, he is much younger. Okay. Um, all right, so don't hesitate. Follow your heart. This is great. And then, uh, you know, get, print on that calendar. <laughs> I think. Oh, my God. We're saving lives left and right. This is so great. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh my God. I, took, I took a nap today, and I thought it would make me all rested, and, like, I only got, like, three hours of sleep. Instead, I woke up in a cold sweat. I'm completely panicked and shaking, thinking, like, I don't know where I was, and I still feel that way. Does this ever happen to you take a nap? 
Thomas? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm just getting a weird echo on my end. I'm wondering if everyone else is. I'm getting a weird echo on my end, too. Okay, if you're listening to the show right now, call in and let us know if you're getting some weird echo. And the sound's fucked up. Uh, area code 614? Oh, uh, no, yeah. we're sweet. Uh, six one four. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Chelsea. Um, I am in Athens, Ohio, down at OU, and I am twenty. You're twenty. Are you getting some weird echo right now? Nope, no echo. Oh my God, it was you, wasn't Her. it? Did you have your your computer turned up? Me? I think that's what no. it was. Come on. Come on, Chelsea. Come on. This is this is showbiz. Okay, we're really trying to do some uh, some polished professional here. <laughs> All right, what's going on with you? And say hi to Thomas. He's spoken for, but he's a total babe and has a six. <laughs> hey, Thomas. Hey, what um, up, girl? <laughs> ew, you guys. <laughs> we're flirting. Um, what's going on, Chelsea? Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh, so I am. I'm in college, um, obviously, and. There's this really, really cute boy who seems interested in me, um, and he, you know, he's, like, wanted to hang out and stuff, um, but he has a girlfriend. Thing is, um, I know he has a girlfriend because I'm not stupid and I pay attention, but he hid that from me on Facebook, and he hid it from me but not other people. Wait, what do you mean? How, how is he hiding that information just from you on Facebook but nobody else? Like, he uses security settings to, like, hide it oh my from God. only... Yeah. And, like, so obviously this should be, like, a red flag, like, sketchy person, but I can't help myself because he's just too precious and exactly my type and has the bluest eyes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. Oh, well, God, wait, so I, have mixed, I have mixed emotions. I just want to know how that's even possible. I I would have been doing this a while ago on Facebook. Wait, I want to know about the oh. security setting. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Keep giving us more information. Wait, so he likes you, you like him, but you know he has a girlfriend, but he's being kind of shady with his girlfriend. Uh, then what? Like, yeah, well, where are you at right now? They're like, I well, like he. We're gonna hang out. Well, we were gonna hang out tonight, um, but we have school things, so that didn't work. So we're gonna, we plan on hanging out, and we've hung out with, like, in a group of friends, and he's been flirty and kind of, like, you know, kind of, not handsy, but, you know, he's flirted with touch, you know, light touches and stuff, and, uh, I, like, his girlfriend is, it's a long distance thing, and I don't oh, no. know anything about their relationship, so I don't know, like, I, I guess I just don't even know if I should be, like, pursuing this as much as I want to. Mm. I well, think I've formulated my game plan. Thomas has a game plan. On a side note or a side note, Thomas and I are both in long-distance relationships, and anytime anybody calls into this podcast with a weird issue about a long-distance relationship, I always, like, get angry at my, my, my current boyfriend because I, I take it out on him. I'm like, oh, my God. No. This isn't, isn't no, going to happen to us. Yet. I can't believe it. I'm sure he's yeah. lovely. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's all fine. I gotta go. I'll be right back, you guys. Um, no, okay. So, Thomas, what's, what's your feeling on this guy? What's what? What are your thoughts well, on this? Here's the thing. My 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 first thing I want to say, and I don't mean this in a condescending way at all, but both you guys are still in college. You guys are still, you know, like young. Like things can change drastically. So I don't actually think it's all that bad. 
that, you know, you guys like each other, they're in the relationship, all that kind of stuff. My my thing is, having been on the end of both cheating and having been cheated on, it's such a messy thing. And you have to always put your... You have to put yourself in the other person's shoes of, like, what if you were the girl and you found that out and, like, just how crestfallen you'd be and, like, how, how devastating that would be to be that person. So nothing you can't pursue it, but I think you should confront the guy and be like, hey, you know, if you've got a girlfriend, I'm totally cool with, like, you and I being together. You've got to, you've got to take – if you want to – if you want this and then you point to your body like it's a, like a piece of real prime steak, and then yeah. you say you got to – you gotta take care. Of your, you gotta take care of your business, because I don't want to be. I don't want to be like the catalyst to someone else's like sadness. You know what I mean? Like that. You don't want to be that. Then you have to walk around with that on your shoulders. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to be like. I don't need to make any more enemies. Um, in my my. You know, I've done enough. Um, in my past. So. But uh, yeah, but no, I totally 20, agree. You're twenty years old. How many enemies do you have in your past? And just a couple, couple bad exes. You know, it's one for freshman so, year, one for sophomore year. Now it's junior year. I don't need to make another. <laughs> I'm yeah. not worried about this. Well, um, you know, you also yeah. you gotta you gotta walk around. You gotta walk around with like the repercussions. You know, it's like you want to maintain a, a healthy, positive world around you. You know, you create that world around you. You know, you can put and it on also, someone else. Go ahead. Go ahead. And also, oh, sorry. I don't wanna. This is already this is already going to shit. Oh no, I, I was just gonna say. That, like, yeah, you want to kind of, like, if you know you're getting into a relationship with a guy and he has a girlfriend it's kind of floppy, then, I don't know, at some point, if, let's say you do end up dating him, at some point, maybe in the back of your mind, you're going to think, oh, fuck, is he going to do the same thing to me? So it's kind of nice, I feel like, like, maybe karma-wise or karmically speaking, I like, start a relationship in a nice way, you know? And then I agree with yeah. Thomas. It's like... I would say to the guy, yeah, totally flirt, hang out, get to know each other. Chances are you guys could hang out one-on-one and have, like, lunch together or dinner and not make out or do anything weird. I was going to make a fingering joke, but I don't want to do that in front of Thomas. <laughs> he's, he's, not as, he's not as crass as I am, but whatever. I don't know. I, um, but I was going to I can, a pussy, come, penis. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, okay, he's tougher than I thought, you guys. This is so great. Oh, so anyway, well, I should have just made a joke. Okay, but I'm saying if you hang out with this fucking bonehead with the girlfriend or, or you know, whatever this dude's deal is, if you hang out with him, chances are what if you might not even like him. You could hang out with him for a night and be like, oh, whoa, like I'm not even as crazy about this guy as I thought I was during that one group activity or I hung out with him that one time. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. just hang out with him, see if all of this is even worth all the drama because maybe he's totally not even cool or, or he's whatever. And... I don't know, but life is so fucking, it's not all black and white. Things get sloppy. You are very young. You are only 20 years old. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a total asshole, but. No, I agree. Like, I I see other people in relationships, like, down here at school, and it's like, people are already taking it too seriously. Like, things can change. It is nice to be in love, though, and be serious about someone, but you're 20 years old. I doubt this is the guy you're going to marry and have kids with. I don't mean to be horrible. Maybe it is. I don't know. But, yeah, um. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll see. <laughs> and I've been in a weird situation. I've been in even a weirder situation where it's like, oh, God, where I went on a date with a guy, slept with him, he had a girlfriend, and then I went, okay, yeah, I slept with you. But we're never going to do that again until you break up with your girlfriend. So I took it one step further, and now everything's okay, and everything worked out with that guy, and uh, I'm not going to tell you who that person is. But I'm just saying uh, I've done it the worst way, and it all worked out. So now you can, you have a chance to do it in, in, a, in a much nicer karmically enlightened way. Cool. All right. Just do what Thomas said. Anyway, we're going to take another phone call. 
Is, any, is everybody there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. Thomas is here. That's all that matters. Um, area code 310? Hi. 310? Oh, God. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Fernando. I'm 23, and I'm calling from LA. Why do I feel like this is a prank call? No, it's not. Okay, good. <laughs> He's a fellow Los Angelino. Yeah, yes. Thomas, Thomas, aren't you Canadian? Well, yeah, but I live here now. You know, go Kings. Go Dodgers. No. Right? <laughs> um, Fernando, did you say hi to Thomas? He's he's uh, getting more exciting every day. Hi, Thomas. Hi, hey, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with you tonight? <laughs> All right. So I keep on having this reoccurring dream where I'm having sex with the love of my life, but then as soon as they come, I they die. Good. Wait, you, you as soon as you do what? They die? Oh, like as soon as they come in the dream, they die. Oh, you have a dream where you, you have a dream where you're having sex with the love of your life, and then as soon as they come, they die? They die. Yes, exactly. It's happening for years. It's like He's a total babe, and it's like the love of my life or whatever in the dream, and then they end up dying in the dream. Like, uh-oh, now I have to clean up the mess on my face and the mess on my bed. And it's just like, am I ever going to find love? Oh, this is a weird one. Wait, Nando, have you met this guy, or is it just the in your dream it's represented as this love of your life? Like Exactly, yes. That's what it is. It's, I haven't met the love of my life, like to be honest with you, but that's what it is. Like I know that's what it is, and I know that happens, and I know that it's just it's it happens all the fucking time. And I'm just kind of like, mm, is the universe trying to tell me something? I don't know. I look, okay, while Thomas answers this, I'm going to look up hotlines for people more qualified to answer this question. Thomas. Uh, well, here's my here's my initial take. I don't I don't believe in like like fate and the universe trying to like tell you something. I think what's happening is this is like. This is all internal, right? This is a representation of, I don't know, fear, subconscious thought, what have you. I don't know too much about, like, dream analysis to give you, like, the best answer. Right. My gut says, you like, don't? this is, yeah. It turns out I have a, a master's degree in dream analysis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my gut says that this it feels like a like a fear of a fear of loss. Like, I don't know, do you consider yourself a romantic person and, like, you know, you, you desire love or does it, not rate that high on the on the scale for you. No, it does. It definitely does. I can see where that comes from. You know what I mean? Like it's like if you if you want something, right? Or even if it's not even something that you constantly think about, but it's like if you analyze, if you look inward and say, "Oh, this is probably something I, I really love." That the like, coming is like the, the it's like the ultimate elation of like love. It's like total euphoria, and then like death afterwards is like lost fear of it going away. Oh no, it's gone. What did I do? This is my initial reaction. I am not qualified. <laughs> it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And no, it really does. Like I, I feel like I've come to the point in my life where I just want to be like wiped up, like I'm over going to bars and making out with random dudes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could. I mean, I know nothing about. I, I'm living completely second, probably even third hand, <laughs> right. like young young male gay lifestyle. But like, I can totally get just as a single man how how kind of like empty it can be to like you go out, you meet people, you date, sure, yada yada yada. It's over. It feels empty. And if you have like a thing, a part of you that's like, man, I thought there was something 
bigger or deeper, just you know, it all fits in. But does kind of but does one look for it? Does one look for it, or does it come to you or that bullshit? Like, what do you? Like, I mean, you have to if you want something, you have to look for it, no? And then it's not gonna find oh, you. Oh God, you mean you mean love? You're talking about love? Like you have to look yeah. for actively look for love? Do you have to? Like, is that's my question? Oh my God. Well, I mean, okay. Uh I mean, I don't think you can, you can – I feel like it's when you're not looking. It's like when you feel good and solid and you're really good at being – this is my personal opinion. When, you, when you're feeling good in your skin and you're really okay with just being by yourself and single and you're happy and you're all grounded and you're doing your stuff and you're not desperate to find someone or complete yourself or, or you know, just find someone, that's when it happens. That's when, it, that's when the best love stories I've ever experienced have always happened when, they, when I least expect it. And it's like, holy shit, I was just going to Whole Foods, and I had no idea what I was going to do later that night. And then all of a sudden, my friend said, you know, Angela said, meet me at the, at the place. So I met up, you know, I met up with her, and, and then they, there you were. And I couldn't believe it. Now we've been together for a year and a half, and I've never been so in love in all my life. You know what I mean? It's always, for me, it's always been when I least expected, at least the epic love stories I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, I go on to saying not only does it come from left field, it for me, it's usually come at that moment where you're like, you know what? I'm going to take a break from all this, like, shallow shit. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to do me. And you kind of just, like, you become this solo, confident warrior. <laughs> you know, you're finally like, I'm the independent trooper that I wanted to be. And then another person comes along and is like, are you sure? Don't you want to, you know, love? It, it's always serendipitous like that. So it, if you wanted to be proactive, my choice, my obvious, my advice would be to, like, put it at the bottom of the list, maybe take a break from the, you know, the the, the, the popcorn yeah. so you can have room for the steak. You know what I mean? No, totally. Um, but, uh, what do you do? Can, I, can I ask you what you do for a living? What I do for a living? Yeah. I design, like, fashion design. design. So, like, how do you spend your days? Like, what do you, what do you, like... What do you do with your days? Do you hang out with your like friends all the time, or like, what's that? Right, right. It's basically like work, and then get home, and then I try to do something, and then like I'll go out and walk around, or whatever, explore, and then that doesn't turn out well because it like gets pretty crazy at night. Then go back home. I literally go out on the weekends all the time with my friends, and yeah. Okay, what's so your, what's your single? People. Wait, and so what do you? I mean, are you on like grind? I just want to know if you're having dreams about like finding love in your life. The dude comes and then he dies. I just want to explore, like, how, what is your sex life like now? Because like, all my, you know, gay dude friends have pretty intense sex lives where it's, like, it's not the same as being a heterosexual girl with bangs in Los Angeles where it's, like, they're fucking going to, like, bathhouses and glory holes are involved or they're on Growler or Grinder and they're having promiscuous casual sex or whatever. And it's, like, so is your life like that? Or, or like, what's your sex life like? No, and, and and I feel like that's where that you feel, like, disconnected from my own community, to be honest with you, because it's just kind of like, I don't do any of that. I really don't dabble into it, to be honest with you. Um, it's just me. I, for health reasons, I guess. I don't know. No, I mean, anyone that does it, it's fine. I'll have a lot of friends that do that, but me personally isn't for me. I feel like I'd rather have someone to, like, go to and have like secured sex with and all that but as far as my sex life goes i mean if i meet someone at a bar and i mean having a good time i'm gonna probably go home with them if, I, if it's been a while wait but I, don't gonna... I don't look you're... for sex you don't look for sex oh my god you're the you're the odd man out in the gay community <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and what, wait, what was 
when was your last uh, monogamous relationship? When your last serious relationship? I'm sorry, I just want to like delve in a little bit deeper than just like, well, I don't know what the dream yeah. means. Have a great day later. But you know, like, when was your last yeah. serious relationship? Why did it end? My last, my serious, it ended. It was about two years ago, and it ended because he moved to San Francisco to go to art school, and it was like, bye. Okay, cool. How long I, did you guys go out for? Two years. You went out for two years, and you guys were faithful to each other. You were, you were monogamous. Yeah. Hmm. And then well, nothing. That, that, I mean, that to me, that that alone to me is like, you know, that just right there is like, don't worry. Like, you're not going to, you don't have to, well, at first you don't have to, my initial thing is like, you don't have to give up. Like, you can do it. You're capable of it, right? You as a human being, you're capable of giving and receiving love and being like in a committed monogamous relationship. If that is a thing that you desire, it sounds like it is. It sounds like you're, you would love a companion, Right. That's not right. just outside of the safe sex. It's about, you know, whatever, going to movies together and sharing and all that. All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, I don't know, yeah. man. Like, the trick is, man, that's the craziest question. That's the biggest question of all. You just posed it. It's like, wait, but so how do you find love? Do you go get it or do you, do you wait for it? to come or whatever whatever you do. I mean, Alexi, this is the show. This is the big one. Okay, well, this is, okay, well, here's what I think also. It's just, thank God you even know that, like, you're ready for that, that you're ready for that and that's what you want. You know what I mean? That's a big, huge thing because at least, like, you're not getting fucked up every night and aimlessly going out fucking or living your life in a weird way where you're, like, doing things, acting out in a way where you think, well, this is how I'm supposed to be. I'm I'm this age. I'm 23. I'm Fernando. I'm, I'm in L.A. It's crazy out here. This is what we're supposed to do. Drink every night and go and fuck rogue people because I'm a gay dude. And like, you know, like, you know that you want something more serious. That's not how you operate. And, uh, and, and you're not being promiscuous. So that's like a fantastic thing. How do you go about doing it? Are you lonely at all? A little bit? A little bit. A lot bit, actually. Yeah. So a lot of it. Okay, so I get it. Oh, my God. And it's almost October and it's getting colder out. It's going to be all chilly. That's when things get even more intense. At least, you know. I've noticed that in the past where it's like, oh, fuck, it's getting cold out. Then you want to kind of tuck up, tuck, tuck away with someone. I don't know. And just have some kind of like winter romance. Well, let's, let's see. Yes. If you're falling in love, I'm, I'm on a tangent. I'm all over the place. I took a weird nap. I'm feeling very off, but just fucking <laughs> both of you. Okay. Um, also, I'm just fighting all the feelings I'm having for Thomas. We had to make out the other day. It was really weird for me. No, I'm just kidding. Hello. Is everybody there? <laughs> Wake okay. up, Alexi. This is a dream, and you've just come, and now everyone dies. Oh my god, you guys! This is the weirdest dream. This is crazy, and it's come all over me. Okay, um, so what I was gonna say was, yes, maybe that epic love that we all strive for, hope to find one day, uh, is happens when, when we least expect it. But if you know you're a bit lonely, and you know you don't want to fucking stick your dick in a glory hole at a bathhouse or whatever, then why don't you do? Why don't you just do some like, just. Oh, God, this is a horrible phrase I heard that I'm about to say. I blame the nap. But it's called, like, duty dating. Oh, I'm, I don't want to call it that. Forget it. That, that doesn't represent me. Just, like, wow. go on some go – go on, like – have you ever been on, like, Match.com? Oh, no. no. I'm sorry. I, know I don't believe in that shit either. We're all too good looking for that shit. I've, I've never been on that. Come on. What am I talking about? i got to get my head out of my ass. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, like, why don't you just start going – Get have your friends set you up on dates with good-looking, cool, interesting people that maybe you're not head over heels in love with, but, like, at least it's human contact and you're, like, practicing dating. Because I know that, like, dating can be, like, I mean, one of the most uncomfortable, uh, like, anxiety-ridden things to do. 
but sometimes it's just nice to be hanging out with people and getting a drink with someone or having dinner with someone and just, like, throwing yourself out into the world. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that if you're a little bit lonely and October's on the way, you might as well just find a partner that you can go to, like, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights with or something, you know, and make new friends and just put yourself out there. And then you'll kind of be exercising that dating muscle of just, like, interacting and human interaction and, and like, I don't know, a lot of times, you, you know, you learn about yourself best when you're mirrored through someone else's eyes, you know? So it's like, I don't know. Just throw yourself out into the world and have your – do you have any any platonic friends? I do. I have a lot, actually. Well, then have That's them set, set you up one. as some have – them, have them set you up good for having friends. Uh, have them set you up as some, some interesting, you know, good-looking – cool people they think that you might hit it off with and like and then just throw yourself out into the world and at least it'll be like keep you busy and keep that muscle working out. Uh I'm talking about your dick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. We'll keep that be working on that muscle, you know, while the the next, you know, love of your life comes into your life. And and also, I know I'm on a rambling tangent right now, but just fucking bear with me again. Uh yeah, like disclaimer, for it. Disclaimer. Um, what'd you say? I said you're really going for it. Keep going. Uh, I mean, this is this good. is normally how the show is. This is normally how the show is when you're not here. So I'm just used to kind of talking like this, like just by myself for like an hour and sometimes two. But um, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make I'm trying to make room for Thomas. I'm epically failing. But um, oh my god, now I've lost my train of thought. What the fuck was I going to say? Something. Um, oh god, um, I blame you, Thomas. Well, Thomas. I. There was a lot there. Uh, what do I? What do I respond to? Nando, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know the secret. I, here, here I'll, I'll relay something per, personal to you, on a, like a, you and I, and then I'll relay a philosophy that I have. One is like, I'm 31 years old now, and it's like I've I've loved and lost, a, you know, like I'm talking about substantial love and loss, like a handful of times. But thank God I didn't meet the girl that I met now when I was 23. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that to be negative. I'm just saying, like, this is okay. Like, feeling lonely and trying to figure it out now is perfectly okay. And I say this only to support my ultimate philosophy of, like, I'm telling you the moment that you truly accept, like, just, like, whatever. Like, I don't – it'll it'll come. Like, you kind of surrender yourself. This is going to sound super fucking <laughs> iffy trippy. But the moment that you surrender yourself to, like, the kind of, like, the current and the ebb and flow of – of love and of love and all that stuff, you're gonna it, it, it comes suddenly it comes. You're Huck Finn, and you're paddling on the raft, and you're paddling <laughs> to go back up the river. But then you're just like, oh, you know what? Let's let's lay on down the Mississippi. And as soon as you lay on down the Mississippi, Matthew McConaughey's gonna pop up out of the water and be like, hey man, let's kiss. He's Canadian. He knows. <laughs> Does that sound like anything, or does it sound like I'm just a real piece of shit? No, it sounds like something. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fernando, Fernando, I have more because this this can translate. Oh, this is God, no. Oh, you just listen to me one second, Thomas Middleton. Okay. Because uh, this, this is for anybody and everyone out there who is like, you know, who's just gone through a breakup or feels lonely, and that's everybody. This is so universal. So any fucking shit we say right now in this moment is going to be helpful to anybody who's, you know, single and lonely and confused and blah, 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 yakety shakety. Um Oh, God. Oh, and another thing I want to say about the fact that you're, you're having this bizarre dream of, like, you you come or you're covered in cum or whatever the fuck you said, and then the dude dies. I mean, maybe 
you're still healing and recovering from the fact that your love of your life, it sounds like nothing, like your your last serious relationship, sounds like nothing was wrong except for the fact that he wanted to leave and you weren't willing to do that. So maybe, and you're just like, and you feel abandoned by that. You know what I mean? Like, was there any issue other than the fact that, like, your lives were kind of taking separate paths? No, that was just pretty much it. It was like, bye, okay, tear, bye. Oh, gained like 30 pounds? Energy. Just kidding. Yeah. Oh. Gained 83 pounds, did you just say? No, I was just kidding. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because I, I was like, oh, girl, that just explained it all. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I want to, I wanna, <laughs> let me interject, let me interject with a question because if maybe we can get back to the, the initial problem of the weird dream. Did the dream start after the dude went left? Actually, no. It's been going on before that. Like before I even met, before I even met this dude. How long did your dad die? Was... No. Oh no. Um, I was uh, probably like twelve, thirteen. When it started, when the dream started. Yeah. Like, but, but dude, it, it, was, it, was it was different. To... It was no, 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 not necessarily like the cum, but it was just like I'd meet someone and they'd just like die. It wouldn't necessarily involve sex, but I'd meet someone or like a significant other in the dream and they just die. Did your mom die? No, no one's dead. God damn it, you're really not healthy. No, because I feel like death isn't necessarily death. When you get into dream logic, death is something else. Death is like, it's now gone, lost. It's like, go ahead, no, no, do it, do it. Did your dad leave you? Did what? Fernando, did your father leave you? Thomas? <laughs> Fernando, did your, did your mom or dad, did they leave you? Or did anybody, like, in your childhood just, just, just like, you know, vanish or go away and leave you confused no. and alone? No, no one. Everyone's still there. And... No, but, like, you're following, you're trying to get, you're trying to gumshoe, like, the linear, the linear way, but it's never linear. It's like you just suddenly, it's there for a reason, <laughs> but it represents something else. That's the tricky part. And that's why, like, you know, dreams are a little, they're, they're ethereal like that, man. Like, ugh. I don't know. You want to read into the dreams? It's 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 trickier. You can only well, come in the away meantime, with a sense, right? In, in the meantime, with... while nobody loves you and you're all alone, and, and September turns into October, November, and December, and life keeps moving forward, here's what I think you should do: you should hang out with your friends, masturbate as much as possible, uh, try not to get any weird diseases from people, go on some dates with cool, stylish young people who inspire you, who are neat and treat you nicely, go see a therapist. Uh, do you see a therapist? Are you too young for a therapist? Because I don't think anybody's ever too young. You're 23. Can you afford one? Do you have one? Yeah. I have a psychic, too. You have a psychic, oh, too? I have one as well. What about you should see a shaman? You're in L.A. There's a shaman, and I'm into this, and I don't think Thomas. Thomas, you're not into this shit, are you? Absolutely not. You're, you're absolutely not into this shit? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Come on. A shaman? What is this? Like, ugh. What are we in a, in a caveman society? What's going on? Shamans with magical caveman. bones. Let me consult the bones. Willow, you must go on the trek to find the girl. Willow, come on. Shaman. This, is why my boyfriend, this is why my boyfriend has nothing to worry about the fact that you and I had to make out for that weird scene the other day because you don't believe in shamans, and I am totally into doing weird shit that, like, you know, makes me feel like, you know, there's more to the, 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 the world and what you can see and touch. So it's totally cool to go to psychics and shamans and do bizarro things like that. They're not that bizarro. And you never know. You don't know everything. You're not into this shit. It's crazy. It's true. 
Well, anyway, Fernando, if you want to go to a shaman, uh, I have that information for you. But you can just email at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, and I'll tell you where to go in L.A. Um, anyway, I feel like is I hope, has any of this helped, Fernando? It has, definitely. Thank you. Go masturbate. Take a, take a Epsom salt bath. Hang out with your friends. Focus on work. Make a list of things you want to do in your life. Get inspired. Make a vision board, why don't you? I don't know. Hang out. Just like go to the arc light. You can never go wrong going to the arc light and seeing a movie by yourself. That's true. That's true. And just have oh, oh. Yeah. When I yeah, and you you got to do things that you know, like what exactly what you're talking about. You know, hang out with your friends and do things that make make you feel happy. Like I can't. It's so weird when I run into people that don't have hobbies. I'm like, wait, you don't have any hobbies? Like, no things that, like, I really like doing this. It's not for any monetary gain or anything. I just like doing it. you got to have hobbies. Everyone's got to have a hobby. True. Get a hobby. You know, get a hobby. And I don't mean, like, oh, you have to be suddenly an 80-year-old and you're building model trains, like, in the, in the lamplight at, like, 2 a.m. That's not what I mean by hobby. I mean just, like, a thing that you're like, I'm into this world, you know? Like, I know people that go to... Finespia and uh, or a cine family and just like watch the horror movies and there's endless weird community and like that's like their the thing they love doing whatever I'm not telling you although that is a great time but I'm just saying do that's all contributing to the things that that make you you do you you know what I'm saying so gain your your uh-huh. sort of like solo fortitude. Can we stop using the phrase "do you"? Because I'm gonna kill myself if I keep hearing that. Oh no! I, but I backed it up with solo fortitude. Solo fortitude works for me. Okay, Fernando, you're amazing. Go, uh, you know, fly. go fly a kite. All right, okay. Go fly a kite. Um. Oh yeah. Here's something that my therapist tells me. Wait, do you believe in therapy? Because it does exist, so you should believe in it. But do you go to a therapist, Thomas? Are you asking me? Uh. I, I yeah I go I I've been I, right now I we're on a we're on a, a call a call basis of like hey I need you but yeah I therapy psychology of course I believe in psychology that's tangible and real I know it's but not magic decided, no that shit is now they should have taught magic but the other stuff is like it's just so fascinating because it's not magic and it is, and it's still tangible it's just I don't know there's a lot of stuff we don't give me understand. give me okay. an example give me an example of non magic shamanism oh i can't explain it you can't put me on the spot like that it's it's like i can't you're either into it or you have uh, an open mind about it and like i don't know let me me not ask you in such like a snooty shitty sarcastic way but like give me an example like okay so you go see your shaman what what does the shaman do does he does he bring crystals out like i don't know what he does well, I feel like I'm not in a safe zone to talk about this to you, but I, I'm saying, like, yes, I know that there are a lot of people who are, like, skeezy, who are, like, you know, I've, I've been approached by weird, like, psychics on the street asking for money and saying they're going to take a curse off me, and that shit is fucking horrible and ridiculous. But I do believe that there is there there are things that, that exist that we can't explain and, and like, okay, well, it's just trust your feelings. Let's, say, let's go to something, like, tangible that you can relate to. Let's say... You meet a bunch of different types of people, right? But you only, like, you don't get along with everybody. For whatever reason, let's call it vibes. Like, you vibe with somebody more more so than another person. Or you feel like you know someone for a long time or feel very comfortable with them. Or you meet your girlfriend, you, you know, your beautiful girlfriend that you've fallen in love with, and, like, something about her. You can't explain, just like you can't explain love and you can't explain that invisible bubble that, 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 that uh, surrounds both of you, like, you can't explain that. It's just a feeling and it's just something, but it's real. It's inside of you, 
but how would you describe that with words? It's, you don't know it until you experience it. So if you believe in that, then, you know, take a chance and believe that, like, other things that are unexplainable with words but just, like, exist in a different way. I don't know, like electricity. I don't know. I, whatever. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to do any of this justice. It's just something for me that, like, <laughs> that. Uh, I don't know. I can't explain it. But yeah, I get. I, I like it. I like. I like that idea. I, there's part of me that's like mad at myself for for hearing that. Me like, no, because my I hear that. Whether or not I, in the moment I'm thinking this, because I don't. I, I mean, I don't think. I don't think like a robot, but like. We're we're human beings that have like very you know intricate weird brains that aren't 100 percent mapped and like what happens when you meet someone is like chemicals get released and you, you feel what is it and uh, I don't know I'm not a, I'm not a medic or a medic <laughs> I'm not a doctor a neuroscientologist <laughs> I'm not a guy not- that knows all that stuff and so I don't know all the terminology but I I kind of like I'm of the school of thought that it's just sort of like biochemical reactions that are happening now. It, what instigates those are probably things that are both very obvious and both unbeknownst to us. Like, I'm not saying that I don't believe in things that we can't feel, touch, or even understand. I just would put them in a category that doesn't attribute them to some kind of, like, some kind of, like, mysticism, you know? That's my problem with shamanism and, to be honest, religion and all that kind of stuff. It's it's, it's too, like, it's too magical. It's like, oh, well, it's because of, Man, some unexplicable force. And it's like, no, there is this force, but we just don't know it yet, and we're going to figure it out one day. 2020. Well, first of all, there's something to be said for things that are magical. Not being, something being magical sounds great to me. It doesn't sound like some negative thing. It sounds like, oh, wow, more more of life should be magical and dreamy. Because, like, I, I'm not religious either. I'm not religious at all. I'm not, because, I, you know, I think that separates people more than brings people together. I'm just not into it. But, and, and, uh, but with the shaman stuff, and I'm the first person, because I'm, I'm also very logical. So me saying, like, I'm into this shit, I'm the first person to go in going, okay, I'm going to try this fucking weird bullshit, like, but I'm going to be the first one to be like, oh, my God, I just wasted my money, I'm being had, this is ridiculous. But I want to keep doing things that are interesting and, like, exciting to me in life and trying new weird things, whether it's, like, going up in a hot air balloon or, like, you know, or going, okay, I'm going to try a shaman. I'm going to see what this person's all about because she came highly recommended sure. by people I actually respect. So, and I think it, all of it comes <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it is more tangible than I think how I'm describing it and how we're just talking about it because it, I'm sure if I, like, I should interview one. I should find out how to make it more tangible. But, uh, but I'm sure yeah. it's all kind of like energy and atoms and molecules and blah, 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 and, like, timing of whatever. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Let's take <laughs> another call. Oh, we only have 10 more minutes left of the show. It goes so fast when we start talking about feelings and dreams and all the done. Okay, area code 240. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Good. I'm, my name's Heather. I'm from Baltimore, and I'm 24. Hey, Heather, by the way, you're going to freak out when you uh, tune into HBO and you're watching Thomas, the star of this new show created by Mike Judge uh, called Silicon, Silicon Valley, and you're going to be like, Wait, what the fuck? I had the luxury of talking to him on a boy crazy radio in September? What the fuck? <laughs> so you're going to go, that was the guy. That I spoke to on Boy Crazy Radio via Alexi Watcher. So you're welcome in advance. I don't really understand. Oh, thank you, thank uh-uh. you. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Okay, so it's not really a long story, but I'll give the short version. <laughs> so I live with my best friend, 
at his parents' house. We moved out, but we had to move back. That's a different story. But he tells his parents that we're dating, but we're not, which is weird. We're not dating, but we're, like, best friends. But the problem is he's bisexual, which is cool, whatever. I don't care. And he has feelings for his best friend who's not gay at all. But my problem is that I really do like him, and he's leaving in two days, and I want to tell him before he leaves, but it's just stressing me out. In the past few days, he's just been hanging out with him, but I'm like, what about me? I want to hang out with you before you leave, and he's just like, whatever. So I'm just like, whatever. I don't know what to do. Well, I like that you've used the word whatever four times in this 37 seconds. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me get get this three, and then I'm going to throw it right back to Thomas. Uh, All right. No. I'm sorry. I just have to make sure I get some clarity and clarification on this bullshit. Okay. Sorry, talk fast. You're living with a guy who is bisexual, not that there's anything wrong with that. Gross. Right. Just kidding. You're, you're living with this guy who's bisexual. He told his parents that you're his girlfriend, even though it's not true. You guys are about to part ways. You have a crush on him and want to spend some time with him and tell him you like him, but you're afraid to. Is that what the problem Is that what's happening? Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if he knows that I like him deeper than, like, the friendship. I mean, we've never, like, hooked up or anything. We've made out drunk, but we were drunk, so whatever. But, I mean, I, I've never had, like, a connection like this before, so it's just, like, I don't want to, like, miss out on, like, telling him, and then maybe it could be something good, but I don't want to, like, ruin our friendship. But I really where don't know. Where is he going? Like, I mean, where, he's where is going, he going to Virginia for now, but he doesn't know where he's going after that. He might Actually, go far away. Actually, Thomas starring in an Thomas's next movie starring is an indie feature called Virginia for Now. But uh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thomas, he sounds, like, he sounds like a drifter. He sounds like a drifter, man. He's, go, he's going to a place and he doesn't know where he's going to be and when he's going to be back, man. Sounds like a drifter. Anyhow, no, my real assessment is, geez, wow, i got to compute this, man. This is so far removed from, from anything that will cross into my... Shallow okay. nerd world. While Thomas uh, it, here's my thought. I'm going to be yeah. harsh about it. Sounds like the dude is full-on gay, not bisexual. He's, he's he's not been able to come to terms with it. He's confused, so he's fucking lying to his parents, saying that you're his girlfriend because he feels like he needs some weird cover for his, for being gay or something. This is my fucking rough uh, assessment, my quick assessment of the situation. If you like him, though, yeah, tell him. I don't understand why... He's leaving, exactly. It seems like there's a piece missing. You guys are parting ways. He's going to Virginia, somewhere in Virginia. I don't know why. <laughs> and he's, I don't and know he why doesn't he's, know when he's going to come back. He's leaving because he's, like, like, in, like, legal trouble. Not, like, anything, like, really uh-huh. bad. He has, like, like nothing. He had, like, a few DUIs and, like, it's all this crazy other stuff. Oh, but, my you know, so. God. You're in love with a gay alcoholic, okay? He and doesn't stand anymore. <laughs> oh my god Thomas Tell me what's happening Yeah I, I want to be like I I want to be Hey you know Follow your love You know Don't like like Don't judge Like let Let, let it be all encompassing But like I want to go Dad mode on here And be like Who cares He's a bum You can Yeah he's a like, bum Like it doesn't matter Like you can He can be You can be gay Straight Bisexual Whatever And still be a bum Like you can just be <laughs> yeah, you can be yeah. someone who doesn't have their shit together, and it's like you right. want some. No matter how much you want someone to have their shit together, you're wanting it will never get their shit together. Someone getting their shit together. I'm not saying if you don't have your shit together, you can't get it, but the act of getting it together is an internal epiphany that that person has. 
you're never going to be the one. You can show them their life in a crystal ball 10 years from now and say, look, if you don't do it, this will happen. They will not do it. It's an internal Oh, oh, decision. now you believe in crystal balls? Now you believe in crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you had one, you know, you know. This is, I'm talking about dark magic. I'm talking about necromancy, not shamanism, you idiot. Um, <laughs> no, but, but Gurley, it's, it's, you know, and I'm not, look, I don't know the guy. He's not, he's probably not like a dark, a bad guy. He just sounds like he's a little bit of a mess. Like, I mean, I mean, I'll, my snap dungeon is like a little bit of a mess sexually and also like kind of in his life. But at the same time, there's nothing that prevents you from saying, hey, man, these are my feelings. Like, why would you? I bottle them up, you know? That's yeah, no, it's just, yeah. And, I mean, like, some some stuff with him is, like, yeah. Alexi, shut up. Sorry. Some of the stuff with him is, like, crazy, like, with all, like, the legal stuff, but he really is, like, the nicest person I've ever met. Like, he's, like, the most caring, giving, like, he usually is, like, honed into, like, how other people are feeling. But, like, lately he's just been, like, basically, like, F you, I don't care, I have to worry about myself, which is cool, I get it. But it's just hard when, like, you spend so much time with somebody and – he says I'm, he tells everybody I'm his girlfriend, his family, but then sometimes he does act like I'm his girlfriend when it's just him and I, like, so it's weird, like, I just don't get it. Have like, you guys I mean, kissed? Like, Have you guys kissed? Yeah, but just when we were drunk. So I can't really count that. That's when, I'm just like, whatever, when drinks Listen, are involved. This isn't going to take the pain or confusion away, but tonight Thomas is going to be on Key and Peel on Comedy Central at 10.30 p.m. So... <laughs> What? What um, the fuck? Take the edge off. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, What else would I want to say? Some stuff. Sounds like I sound like a loser. I'm worried about you because I feel like you don't like yourself enough because you're. I have a girlfriend of mine. She's really smart and talented. But then when I watch, yeah, Thomas knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Oh my god! And if she's listening right now, we're not talking about you. Thomas and I have a lot of other female mutual friends. Okay, so, um, yeah, but she makes these bizarro decisions and choices with men where she just, like, I don't know. She doesn't respect herself. She puts a man on a pedestal, and even if the guy's a total loser, and she lets the guy walk all over her. And I don't don't like that you seem to be putting this guy on a pedestal or, 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 or like, I don't know, or making all these balance breaks. Yeah, I get it. Like, when you're in it and you like someone, it's really hard to, like, think, like, you know, it's it's hard to think outside of that because you're like, but I want this person to like me back. But Alexi's on to something. Like, if you could somehow have, like, five minutes where you took yourself out of the situation and saw kind of, like, what the guy is, like, what, you describing it to us, that sounds like kind of brutal. Like, for someone to be like, hey, I like you privately and then, like, or, or like, in one day and then, hey, I kind of, like, I'm putting you at arm's length the other day, that's, like, that's not what people do that care about each other. Even if he does care about you, but he's all misguided, like, you, well, why put yourself through that? A, it won't be the last you know of him. B, there's so many dudes. <laughs> like, you got to remind yourself there's a ton of dudes out there. And, and C, like, you got to, you're, you're worth it. You don't need that shit. You don't need someone, like, fucking you around. You don't need all that garbage. You're, you're the pro star. You're the warrior. You're Wayne Gretzky. You go score that goal because you rule. You know what I mean? Yeah, instead of stringing me along. Oh, he's stringing stringing you along. Yeah, but you know, but you got to be like, you know what? I'm worth. I'm not. I'm worth not having this shit happen to me. You know that that's exactly what Alexi's talking about. Of being like confident enough to be like, 
I don't deserve this shit. Here's here's an exercise you can do. Imagine your your own daughter, okay? Grab a photo of yourself when you're like four years old. I swear to God. Dude, this is good. I like this. I'm just saying, I know it sounds ridiculous, but imagine, let's say you, you look at this adorable little photo of you. I, I'm assuming you're adorable because you're listening to Play Crazy Radio, and that's mainly what my demographics all about. They're all really cute, and they wear cute outfits and look nice. Okay, so take out this <laughs> tiny little photo of you as a four-year-old child, right? Look at yourself. Imagine she walks up to you, and she says, what, your name's Heather? Yeah. Okay. So she's like, hey, Heather, it's me, four-year-old Heather. Um, so I met this guy, and I really have a question him. But, like, you know, he he's bisexual and, like, he kind of treats me mean sometimes. But when we get really fucked up and we drink a lot of alcohol, then he'll make out with me. But now he's about to, like, blah, blah. I don't know. Just pretend you're coming to yourself as this four-year-old tiny little girl. What would you say to the four-year-old version of you? Would you go, yeah, go for it. That's great. Let him have sex with you. Or or keep, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Sounds great. Because I don't think you would. I think you would go. No, I wouldn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Four little, you know, what would you say to your little four-year-old self? Don't do it. I need to. I guess I just never thought to put in that perspective before. Really, <laughs> everyone yeah, tells me the same shit on different levels. Yeah. I'm, you know, so it's just like what? Do that with yeah, every aspect of. Oh, go, go ahead, Alexi. And I was just gonna say, like, I mean, because I've I've been there. You know, when I was in my early twenties, late teens, whatever. I just wanted guys to like me, or I had crushes on all these fucking assholes who treated me like shit. But I felt so grateful they put their attention on me. And you know what? Like. Fuck those guys. You need to take care of yourself and be your own parent and, and imagine that you are this little girl and kind of just, like, and protect yourself from all these fucking loser assholes who, who want to dick you around, confuse you, treat you like shit because maybe that's all you think you deserve, and it isn't, and you have to start fucking reparenting yourself and not, like, take, you know, and not allow that to happen because nobody else is going to do that for you. And, and like, you know, maybe it means you're going to be alone and not being able to ma- be able to make out with as many people uh, on a regular basis. But that's better because that means, you know, when you do kiss someone or you are spending time with someone, at least they'll be a top-quality person who is kind to you, okay? Stop, don't be into confusing assholes. I know it's very interesting to feel all, like, you know, at odds with yourself and go, why does this hurt so bad? But it's so interesting and passionate and exciting and weird and I'm so confused. Fuck all that shit, okay? Save yourself the time <laughs> and trouble and try to grow up right now and hang out with people who treat you well, as boring as that may sound. You can find a good-looking guy who also treats you like a princess, and be, you should be nice to him, too, because it's nice to be nice to another person, especially if you guys are fucking yeah. saying you like each other. So get this fucking confused bisexual unless there's anything wrong with that guy out of your life. Let him abandon you like he wants to, as in cute as you are him, and fucking be by yourself, figure out what your life goals are, take care of yourself first, put yourself on the pedestal, and then hopefully you meet a guy who doesn't treat you like a confusing asshole down the road, you know? Like, put yourself first. Yeah. That's all. Damn. Damn. Yo, real talk. Real talk. I like it. Yeah, and I'll say I'll um, just add this little thing. And if you've had that, re- if you've had that sort of like theme of advice come from you know us and other people, it's it's got nothing to do with us kind of like trying to put the kibosh on some love. We love love, obviously. Clearly, I am boy crazy. Love love, but she's just saying, you know, maybe it's Maybelline. You're worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you you gotta like uh, you gotta you gotta respect that shit. Respect yourself. Believe in yourself, girl. Yeah. No, my uh, and that, and it's just people. It's just people caring about you. It's people being like, "Hey, man, you know, like they can see it for what it is because they're not emotionally torn up like how you are. They're they're not they're not torn in different directions. They just kind of see it like, oh no, my poor friend is like struggling with this guy. He's not treating her right. Hey, man, get rid of that shit. They're not. 
it's all for the best interest. I know that sucks. It's not as romantic. It's not as like, uh, fuck man, what's that Gosling movie? The the letter, the letter, love note, the love letter. Oh, the Notebook. The Notebook. The Notebook. <laughs> it's not as like it's not as tumultuous and it's as crazy as the Notebook. And you're not gonna like he's not gonna like come to you and be like I fucking realize what I did and you're like in the rain and you guys make out like that's not the ending that we're giving you, but the, that and that ending's crazy. That's a movie. We, you want you want like someone that's some, that's passionate and caring, but also respects you. <laughs> God, what a crazy idea, right? Well, wait a minute. But if Ryan Gosling loved her, he was nice to her. He didn't like dick her around and go fuck dudes on on the side. I don't know. I never saw it. I just saw, I just know that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. He's Listen. just like convinced himself that his best friend is gay, but he's not. Oh yeah, God. man. Yo, best friend. Forget it. We're done here. This guy I'm just gonna forget it. It's better to hear it from like strangers, you know, like people that don't know me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, like oh, my man. friends are gonna be like, oh, just maybe in time, but no, I just need to forget it. Listen. I guess I can relate yeah, to your please. friend. I feel like I've just dated like shithead guys that just are. Not necessarily bad guys, but they're not like the greatest, you know. So yeah, but you're also you're also. What would you say? Let me let me two seconds. You you said you're twenty twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. Twenty four, like like I'm gonna take a fucking stab at my own gender. Like guys suck kind of. Then I mean, yeah, there's some nice sweet boys, but like we're little boys. We're boys, and I know guys that are my age and they're still little boys. Yeah, he's thirty three, so. Oh, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> yo, get out of there! I don't know why I'm saying yo so much, but get out of there, girl. It's Donsky's. It's Donsky's. If he's he's 34 and he's skipping town and he doesn't know when he's going to be back. Oh, and you're living with him. What are you doing? Run! He's living yeah, with his parents currently. Run! 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 I don't know why I had that run sooner. Well, we weren't living here. We like moved like to South Carolina, oh. but that the people down in Myrtle Beach are like, psycho, weirdos, lunatics. Wait, you guys moved just... with his parents? Yeah, we had to move back because we moved. Like, <laughs> I lived in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was. Was anybody molested in this situation? He was. Uh, but at an earlier age. Have you been huh? molested or by anybody? No, I haven't. You have it? Um, all right. Just wondering. All right. I don't know what else to add. I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to serve as a big sister. But I think we, Thomas and I really got to the bottom of this one, kind of. Yeah, and, like, you just dropped a bomb, kind of like, he's he's kind of like an older guy, like, he, you know. Not that that, not oh. that just by virtue of the age, that's, like, a reason to get out of it. But by now, if, if he's kind of, like, skipping town because of legal, th- legal shit, and he's 34, and he's, like, living with parents and stuff... Girl, at 24, you don't want to get in with that madness. It's just like that's way okay, too much madness. And he's he's a quote unquote straight guy that's trying to. Oh no, he's a quote unquote what bisexual that's trying to convince a straight man to fuck him. What the what? And twisted. And he's gotten three DUIs. Three DUIs. DUIs. A bunch of DUIs. Lives with his parents. Is sexually confusing, leading this 24 year old girl on. Lies. Lives with his parents. We've 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 heard enough. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're saying goodbye to that girl. Um, and, and also, 
uh, Heather just referred to me and Thomas as strangers, but you know he's not going to be a stranger for very long? Thomas Middleditch, because he's all out and about there. He's going to be in a movie called Search Party. He's going to be the star of this new upcoming show called Silicon Valley on HBO, created by Mike Judd. Ever heard of him? Well, if you haven't, you're an idiot. Um, anyway, and he's going to be on tonight's com- uh, show called Key and Peel. Is that right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, Key and Peel. It's a sketch, it's a sketch comedy show on Comedy Central. No big deal. It's just a sketch comedy show on Comedy Central. Um, you know, it's kind of a big deal. It's pretty exciting. So uh, Thomas won't be a stranger for very long because you'll be getting to know him in the comfort and privacy of your own room. And um, I think that's great. Anyway, we have gone over uh, the allotted Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a strict time limit to the show. There is not. But usually what happens is sometimes I'll make the show, like, longer and then the person I'm on the show with will be like, why does it feel longer than an hour? And I'll be like, oh, because it's actually been two hours. And then the person will just, like, hang up on me. So I, just, I didn't want to do that to you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. oh, yeah. I have a few more questions. I, we are going to wrap up the show. Oh, God. Okay. So but wait, can I ask questions? Do you think, can I ask questions? Do you think this is a successful show? Do you think it was fun and interesting? Or was it kind of one of the more boring ones? I think it was really great. I think I think, like, you seem like you are totally cut out to do this. And... Sometimes people will come on the show and, you know, they'll just get through it, but it's not really for them and you know they don't really have a taste for it. But, but, but because I know that you love talking about all this kind of shit, like love and sex and dating relationships and what it all means and all that stuff, because you're like an ethereal dreamy guy who has feelings and whatever, <laughs> you, seem, you seem like you didn't come out this like a comedian. You uh, you came out this like, I'm going to do some good today. That's how I feel. Is that oh, true? Oh, Yeah. Well, of course, man, you know, well, my thought on that is, like, sure, you could crack jokes at someone that's calling in, taking the courage to call into a show and, co- and confide in strangers, and what, you're going to poke fun at them? Come on, that's me. Come on, man. Wise up. Um, I, I have a question. Okay, so how did you know um, that this girl that you're dating now, how did you know, oh, my God, this girl's undeniable, I have to do this, like, I wasn't looking for anything, but because she is like this, like, we have to pursue this. Ooh. Mm. Well, first of all, let me let me let me start it off by I don't believe in in the one. Like I don't believe in like there's one person out there, and like I don't believe in soulmates. I believe in I believe in, there's a lot there's a there's a there, from life from birth till death. There's going to be a lot of people that you meet that are going to be like, oh wow, this person blows me away. Wait, so are, you, are, you about, are you talking about me because of our chemistry and our kiss the other day? <sighs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. If my girl wasn't in the picture, watch out. Uh, oh my no. I'm... Okay. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> my point. My point is only. I, I. So I preface that with a very like realistic kind of like. Oh, that's not a fun answer to that situation. But the the realistic, still unfun situation uh, answer to that is like, man, this girl is just different than a lot of the stuff I think because I'm thir- I'm a little older now than, than my crazy manic lovesick self before is because I've encountered a lot of different women in different dating and different situations and like you walk out of those things being like oh I think next time I need this or next time I need that this that this and this girl is providing like so much of the things that I thought I w- would need It's we've said this to each other it's like I met this girl, I'm like, oh, no wonder the other ones didn't work out. It's because they weren't this. Like, she understands me. She she appreciates all the little things. Like, outside of, like, a show at UCB, and you're like, you're funny. I think you're really funny. It's like, outside of that, she gets all the little things that I do. We talk on the phone 
or in life or whatever, we gab, we say we gab like Gales because there's like, we, in our mind, there's like two 40 year old best friend women. They're both named Gales and they're best friends and they don't shave their legs and they just go on like trips together. Like we're really, we connect on like a best friend level and also like, you know, in the bedroom, we really, we hit it and quit it. We make sure it's like real sexy. I find her super sexy. I find she's a great dancer. We have like a great intro to our whole affection of like a wonderful couple of first few dates, but that, that kicked it off. Like, you know, things can sputter out after that, but man, we could spend weeks on end and we wouldn't get bored of each other. It's just... It's just all that stuff, you know, like you go dating and you meet someone, you get infatuated them, but then you like, there's something that comes to you and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to get over that. Like there's like an issue with someone. You're like, ah, that's going to be a thing later on, what they do or how they react or like their fucking laugh, whatever. It can be petty or deep or whatever. There's none of that. This girl is just like, she's a little shit. She's a little fucking turd and I love it. I think so, but it's okay. I call her a little shit and a little turd all the time, and she gets it. That's another thing. We both get the dark humor, like the the weird thing, like, you know, the Todd Delance method of funniness, of comedy. It's like we get that stuff. We call each other turds and shits, and we're like, we know that that means a good thing. It's like you meet someone, you meet someone and suddenly you're speaking the same language. There's no moments that are lost in translation where you're like, oh, you didn't really get me just then. It's like, no. I say the one thing, it makes no sense to everyone else, but you're like, I get exactly what you're talking about. That's that's deep shit right there. Uh, right there. <clears throat> oh, my God. I love this. I wish she would have called in or something. This is so great. Like, my face is totally red because I'm just like, so I feel bad for everybody in the world who's not experiencing what you're feeling right now. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it is. You know, I don't know. And the thing is, here's the weird thing, like the, the introspective thing is like, I'm saying, I'm, I walk around thinking about this all the time. Like, oh God, have I said this about other people? I, like, I must have. Like, knowing myself, I'm that totally that guy that's like, guys, like, open up the door. Guys, stop the presses. I'm in love. <laughs> that happens like all the time a bit. You know, like, and so you have to be like, Tommy, calm down. You know, like, what, what's different? What's different? And, you know, it's this, it's the aforementioned list. It's just this, this ease of it all and the understanding and not only this emotional cerebral stuff, like she's also intellectual. She's smart. Like we talk, we talk philosophical, we wax poetic, you know, that's the term, right? And then we, and then, and then on top of that, man, when the clothes come off, Ooh, damn, daddy likes all of it. Daddy, daddy, daddy wants a piece of the candy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that doesn't hurt. That does not hurt. Oh this is amazing. Um, God, it's so weird because, like, I don't know. I feel like I've been in love or I'm, like, in love with love and all that stuff, and, like, I get very excited. Just like you, I feel, like, really similar like that. About, yeah. I don't know. But for me, oh, God, I'm such a fucking weirdo. My thing with someone is sometimes when it works, I can't even put my finger on why it works. I can lay it all out and be like, yeah, we talk about blah, 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 but I don't know. Usually when I'm, like, and I'm just, I'm just I'm reflecting on my, my own situation, but for me it's usually like it all comes down to, do I have a desire to continue this? I do, because that's so rare for me, because usually I just get bored with things so quickly and, like, and and like 
just something is off and it just comes down to a feeling where I go, oh, God, technically on paper this should work out. They're very witty and smart and they're, I respect yeah. what they do and I learn from them, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they're a good dancer and blah, blah, blah. And, like, and I can pretty much make out with anybody and it's all good except for this one guy I dated who's a terrible <laughs> router, whatever. But not oh, much, God, not classic, classic. But for me, it usually comes down to this invisible thing where it's as simple as this do I want to be in this relationship? And usually for me, the answer is no. So if somebody if somebody is interesting and intriguing enough to me where I can't quite put my finger on it, but I know that I have a desire to keep going down this path of being monogamous and faithful and just in love and in this weird cubbyhole, because I won't be boyfriend or girlfriend with anybody unless I'm in love with them, which is why I've been, like, running from people's clutches for a while. Like, I just won't commit to people, and it's very rare for me to be boyfriend and girlfriend with someone. But for me, it's like, yeah, it's just like this kind of bizarro, unspoken thing. Do I crave this person? Do I have to just continue this? I do. I don't know why exactly. I kind of do, but it's just like I just have to keep doing this because they're so intriguing or I have a desire to continue this and, like, I'm still here. Because I don't know. I feel like, don't you feel like, what is it? Is it an L.A. thing? Is it a 2013 thing where it's like where things fizzle out so quickly because we just OD on people or we just lose interest so quickly. What what you know what I'm talking about? Have you experienced uh, that? I, I know where, I know where you're going with this. One but real quickly, I'm wondering like don't you feel I mean well how you describe it could just be like the words you use. Like what you're describing is like something that you're saying you're going into it's it's like it's an inexplicable feeling but like if you don't know what it is when it goes away, because if you're in a long and if you're in a long term relationship, there's going to be days when it goes away. What do you do then? If you don't, if you can't quantify what the, what you like about the person, what what do you do? I oh, pose that to you, you like, Alexi Walker. You mean like okay, so if if that oh, and I know you know what, I know what you're talking about too because if it, if you're saying like if all I do is go oh. I'm going off this feeling where I have a desire to continue this thing with this person because I'm intrigued by them and I'm fascinated by them and I'm just kind of high on this person, you know? Yes, you're right. Days will happen where that goes away, especially when it's long distance and they're not in front of me. We can't make out. We can't go do some activity together or have sex or just kind of like, you know, be around each other's pheromones or whatever. What do I do when that goes away? Is that what you're asking? Well, uh, well, yeah, I'm just kind of using, like, how you described it. And again, it could just be the words that you use because, like, one, there's going to be a day where you just, like, don't see eye to eye. You're going to have a fight or something like that. Or I'll two, like, in multiple stages of a relationship, that first phase transitions into something else. And that, that transitions into something you. else. Like, there's there's errors. Go ahead. Okay. Well, in, you mean specifically the, the guy I'm dating right now, the one that I was fighting with the other day with, while we were talking about the oh. fight? I don't okay. mean I don't mean specifically that guy. I mean just just how you explained like love just then of like kind of like a feeling that you can't you can't explain it, and since it keeps going, you keep following it. But that to okay. me sounds okay. dangerous because like what happens when that feeling inevitably okay. inevitably then, goes away? Then I will break it down into more tangible uh, descriptions. Okay, I have to respect. Yeah, give the me the non give me the non the non shaman version. <laughs> I know, I knew it. Okay, well, but that's a big fucking part of it as I hold my crystals. Like, I'm actually, like, holding crystals right now. Um, okay, well, I'll break it down. Uh, well, because I was talking to this guy who directed our, our, our this thing that Thomas and I were in the other day, and I hate the phrase short film because it makes me feel like my my life's not going in the right direction or something, but whatever. I'll just, <laughs> we'll call he's, it a film. He's, he's, okay. an, he's an established director. He's a very established director, and, like, whatever, it's all good, but I, I'm just, okay, so... 
so uh, Thomas and I worked on this project the other day, and uh, everybody, maybe you weren't even there that day, but we're all kind of talking about love and what works for us and what we like. And, you know, Todd, the director guy, is a really lovely guy, and uh, he's successful, he's a good dresser, he's cool, he's, he's lovely, he's funny. But then we were talking about, like, sex. I, I'm taking it from this weird path. We were talking about sex, and he was talking about how, like, him and his friend were both talking about how they hate morning sex and they don't have morning sex. And I just thought right there, okay, that's just one tiny little detail, but that shit matters to me. Like the guy I'm with right now or just the guy I'm going to be with in general, like I like – this is like a tiny little thing about me. I like having lots of sex. I want to have sex in the morning. I want to have sex – at least sex twice a day. You know, like I want to have oh. – but I like more sex. And I, like, I don't like being told, oh, I'm a man. I don't do this. I don't like being told no. Sure, one day we're not going to have sex in the morning. That's good. But I don't want some blanket answer telling you that they're not going to – like I am not into this. Like – and the guy I'm with, we're on the same... Oh, my God. Like, I just want to say that there are so many Internet nerds being like, oh, my God, Alexi is the perfect woman. <laughs> like, no like coming, way. They're, like, jacking off coming into their computer speakers. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they are. I hope everybody is jerking off right now, including you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of, your course, like, of course your reaction was, I hope so. There's a problem if they're not. Okay. Here's the thing I need. I need to respect, the, like, I need to respect what the person I'm with, I need to respect what they do. Like, I don't care if they're a fucking waiter. Well, that's a lie I do. No, I don't care if they're like a waiter, a barista. Like, I want them to be the best thing in what they do, and I want to respect, like, think that what they do is, is cool. They do a great job of it. Like, I'm inspired by them. Oh. The guy I'm with. Words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to be inspired by the person I'm with. The guy I'm with right now. Uh, I'm completely inspired by his talent and, like, in, in what he does for a living. And then he has all these other hobbies and other things that he makes. And he's just, like, I fucking back what he does. I think he's – I just am in awe of him. And his brain works in a completely different way than mine, which is fascinating. We are so different and yet the same. Like, he's kind of – he's not completely an introvert. But, you know, I'm an extrovert. He's a bit of an introvert. He can get real quiet and, like – but he makes music and stuff. And he does it – and I can't do what he does. And I, that's so interesting to me. People being so different is, is thank God for that. That's fascinating to me. You know what I mean? And, like, that is really, really intriguing. The sex is epic. I love his body. He's got the cutest little butt. Butts matter. i got to get my butt in check, stat. I've got to, like, start working out with you so we can both look good for our long-distance relationships, you know? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I love, his, I love his figure. I love sex. It's just like you said with your girlfriend. It's like, epic. you know what I mean? Like, it's like that fucking matters. You're on point with that. I just feel very, like, safe in that zone with him. Like, we're on the same page. What else? And uh, I'm always excited about what he's, what's going to come out of his mouth because he's so funny to me. Like, so these are tangible things. I think he's funny. I think he's smart. He surprises me in the way his brain works and things that he says. But I, and uh, the sex is epic. We like the same amount of sex. Uh, <laughs> A lot of know. sex. A lot of sex on there. A lot of, I mean, oh, uh, not all no, no, I'm just no, 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 easy, easy, little gerbil on a fucking gerbil wheel. Come on, uh, no, I'm just saying. That, um, no, that you did it, you did it. That was the thing. I was like, do you have the words? Do you have the like the scientist words, and you do, you do. It's not only a roller coaster feeling. I want to talk about the thing that you brought up, and I side skirted the whole. What is what is love in the contemporary, like, 2013 setting? Because it's. It's tricky. Well, you and I have talked about this. You were playing it off as, as if we hadn't 
discussed it at length, but we have we've we've talked about it all. Do we have time? Are we allowed to talk about it on the show? Yeah, I just I'm making the show a bit longer. I, it's, it's, I, yeah, you just hang up on me whenever you get sick of any of this, and we'll end it whenever. Okay. That would be insane if I did. If I was just if you were talking and I hung up, I think that would be the end of our friendship. I think you'd be like, dude, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Why would you do that? I think we can actually. We're actually official friends now because now I feel like safe and cozy with you, and you get me, and it's silly, and everything's like we're just we're safe friends now. I think, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One sec. I gotta slap my dog. Uh, wait, you have um, a dog? I have two dogs. Oh, this is, it would have never worked out. You have two, I don't like men with dogs. I mean, today. I don't trust any, I don't trust anyone that doesn't like dogs. So in my no. mind, you're a goblin <laughs> and a troll and an ogre, and you should never come up from the underworld. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. I just have this weird fear that if I date a guy with a dog, if I have, every time I've dated a guy with a dog, the guy's always like, Oh, who's the best dog? Like they're always like, is it is it Rufus uh, the best? And I'm like, leave me alone. It's about like I feel like I need all the attention nah. of the dog. But you seem oh, like yeah. a real, you seem like a real cool. Like, I hate indie. that show. No, I hate what? that. I hate that goo goo. I hate that goo goo gaga. Look at my dog. He's the best. Look at my dog. He's the best. I think. Well, fuck you. Because if I had a dog and someone said, "Look at my dog. He's the best," I'd be like, "No, my dog's the best." Well, wait. All the dogs are the best. Why is someone? Why does someone have to win at having the best pet? Like that's such a weird way of looking at it. Or when oh, someone you know comes what, over to my house. When someone wait, this this is what bugs me the most. When someone comes over to my house, they meet my dog and they're like, "Ooh, he loves he loves me more than you." And I'm like, "Hmm." No, why are you saying that? Shut up, he doesn't. <laughs> like, why do you why do you have this impulse to like win at my dog's affection? Like, what the fuck? Like, he's a he's just a dog. He's like an animal. He's a beast. Why are you trying to win the beast? Fuck you. You're so you seem like a logical dog owner, and I appreciate that. And if you ever go out of town and need somebody to walk your dog, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing like doing some kind of weird boy crazy experiment where I go to like a dog park with your dogs on leashes, of course, because I'm not out of my mind. I'm very responsible. I would like to see, and I'm not going to cheat on my boyfriend, but I would like to see if I went on a walk with dogs, how men respond to me if I go to, like, Fryman Canyon. Or I just want to see what it's like to be a dog person in the world for, like, a day or two. Alexa, you know you have to pick up their poo with a, with a plastic bag, right? I'm not going to – I, you know what? I will do that, too, because it will help me get one step closer to what it's going to be like to change a diaper, you know, a long time from now. But, like, we'll get – we'll cross that road when we get when I, But, okay, what were you, what what were you talking I'm about saying, love? You were talking about love. Well, you were saying – man, what was your segue? It was something like, well, like something a symptom of the times. Like, we're talking about moving on to the next thing constantly in, in the modern day and age or whatever. I'm trying to segue back to that thing that we were talking about a few days ago. Well, I was so saying, don't you feel like – I was saying, don't you feel like you get bored of people? Like people get bored of people, each other so easily because you just fucking OD on people so quickly because you move at such a rapid pace. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is like I think we're in a weird situation nowadays. Not only, well, you and I specifically. I'm going to go multiple layers. One, I think it's weird dating in 2013. Second layer, I think it's weird dating in a major city in 2013. And the third layer is, I think it's weird dating in a major city in 2013 in an industry. Filled with pretty, charming, interesting people who are kind of crazy and ultimately available. It's just like a weird setting. And yes, I think you do churn through people. And I and I know people personally that are 
stuck. They're stuck churning through people because it's there's you can get a constant new thing and suddenly it's like well, once you skip a few and you're a 45 year old man and you're just like you're after 22 year olds and 23 year olds and you're just like trying to fucking fuck a young thing. And some people look at that and they go, man, that guy's the man. I look at that and go, that guy's a sad little boy. He's a 45 year old boy. You know what I'm saying? Now this is now we. You know, you got me. You opened up Pandora's box here, but, but yeah. No, I'm listening. Yeah. I want you to go further because here's something that, okay, Thomas and I were talking the other day about how, like, um, we are talking about how, because, you know, I do have this website called I'm Boy Crazy, which is, which gives this idea of me, and I'm completely aware of it. They're like, oh, because I've heard men say this to me. Oh, you, you're the girl at that website where you fuck a bunch of dudes, and you're like a slut or blah, blah. And it's like. That's so not the case. I, I get that, but really my website is like this place to have a conversation about like dating and coming of age stuff and hormones and thoughts and feelings on love and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so Thomas and I, that was a weird aside, but Thomas and I were talking about uh, about dating and relationships the other day and, uh, and, and came to the conclusion, or we were just talking about how, okay, yeah, it's 2013, we're rapidly approaching 2014, and like, We've, as a society, you know, with, especially with like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and blah, blah, everything moves so quickly. We've tried everything every which way, being single, dating a million people, you know, being monogamous, not being monogamous. I've kind of OD'd on the being single and dating and making out with a million guys young, younger than me, older than me, my age, blah, 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 whatever, all different types. And now it's like the coolest decision for me that and I feel like Thomas agreed. We're, we're just talking about how, like, the new punk rock, the new cool thing, like, the new weird, epic, cool punk rock choice for for a, a relationship is being in a monogamous, committed relationship and having, like, you know, your best friend, partner, kind of, like, that you have sex with. and You know, you're, you're having a boyfriend or a girlfriend is, like, the cool, weird thing to do yeah. nowadays. Not it's, just it's be, like, counter, It's like a, it's counterculture to get married. <laughs> Exactly. It's, I mean, you know. I have a musician, it's, I have a musician friend, that guy, Father John Misty, who, he was in Fleet Boxes, now he's in whatever, and he's like this band guy, totally faithful, uh, like to his girlfriend, so madly in love, they just got married in Big Sur, and he said the same thing, he goes, he goes, the coolest, yeah, most counterculture thing there is to do right now is to get married, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's <laughs> so weird, and, and I hate, yeah. there's another thing that there's a thing that pisses me off, and this is on a side note of a side note because I'm, I'm going off, but you're in a long-distance relationship. I'm in a long-distance relationship. I happen to love and flourish being in long, a long-distance relationship because for me, in a time when things move so fast, being in a long-distance relationship, you know, means that, like, it's this thing where I it, it slows down the process of the relationship. It slows you down a little bit. I mean, hopefully the two people in the part, in the relationship their ultimate goal is to, like, keep moving forward, eventually end up in the same town and, like, really give the relationship, a, you know, a real shot and stuff like that. But I think it's a wonderful thing to start long distance and to, to like, talk on the phone for hours and, like, send emails and text and, like, and really treasure the person when you see them because it's, it's so much more intense because you're so much more excited to see the person because you don't take them for granted. And uh, so I, I love long distance things. I don't know yeah. what it means. I hate the fact, I don't know if you experienced this too, and I actually do have a point. I hate that the minute I tell anybody I'm in a long-distance thing, they want to just shit all over it and be so nasty. Why is it, like, people are like, oh, he's cheating on you. Oh, oh, that's not, yeah. that's not 
why do people feel the need, even if that's true or they believe that, why do people get off on saying nasty shit like that and wanting to shit all over, like, somebody's excitement in life? Why? Uh, I don't know. Wait, it's like, why are the majority of comments on any type of Internet video, like, hey, go die, faggot? It's like, why are people so, well, I mean, you have an opinion, you're not going to post it unless it's negative. Like, people don't go out of their way to, like, do positive shit. They're always like, oh, I'm going to be fucking rude. Yeah. They, and the world will want to hear my rudeness. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a weird human thing. I don't know. Um, do people do that to you? Do people do that to you, or do they do that to me? I'm a girl, or do uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, they, they don't do it to me, but I will say, though, that, like, I don't... I don't love the idea of a long distance relationship. I've done it too many times to to know that like in the in the interim the trick the tricky thing with a long distance relationship is is you lack all those physical things that let you know who the person is. And in the interim of needing of spending physical time with the person, you fill in the blanks of who that person is. And inevitably because you desire love you're going to create a perfect person and there's no such thing so that when you finally do get a month, two months, three months, even a couple of weeks maybe of being in, and being in contact with the person, you're going to be like, Oh man, this isn't the perfect person. It's like, of course, because you created this crazy person. And also me personally, I want that physical, I want to be able to be like, call the person up or turn over in my bed and be like, Hey, do you want to go to a movie or whatever right now? My my longest relationship has a, has an ending. It's ending in, in, in October when she comes out here, and that's a big reason why I've, why I've stuck through it because I just know that outside of that, it's I get what you're saying. It slows it down. It slows it way down. But you need you need it. You need to be able to hold the person and say, Hey, look, shush, shush, shush. I'm not a bitch. I know. Oh, and I also want to. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. No, no, go on. I just wanted, I just wanted to say that I, I don't think you are either. Like we're you, you and I. For anyone who's still listening, we're not judging any type of single lifestyle. Like, like I'll admit, if you're in the right mindset, being single and jumping around is fun. Like, I, I when I got out of my last relationship, I said, to, I said to my friends, I was like, I just want to be a little terrier. I don't want to like go, even have sex with girls. I want to like go and run around, nip at their heels know that I could have said something, and then, like, fuck it, just run away. <laughs> like, yeah. it's fun to date, it's fun to flirt, it's fun to meet guys or girls or whatever like that. And I'm not saying that that's bad. And maybe you and I are just, like, early 30s looking like, what are we doing about the lives? We gotta settle down. Like, we're in our own headspace. If you're 22, like, a, a lot of, I think every caller was, like, under 25. You know, go be single. There's no rush. There's no nothing. Just uh, we're we're obviously in our own headspace of looking at the youth of today and being like, what's the problem? <laughs> we're oh like the old bogeys, like oh god. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with dating. Just but just watch out that you don't fall into an irreversible trap like some of my friends who just like, you know, they're just gonna be Bill Maher. They're gonna end up being Bill Maher who pays for sex. Oh yeah, that that's an amazing thing you said the other day where, where Thomas was talking about how like as a man and you're how old are you? You're 31. 31. Okay, so you're talking about how, like, and you have to make a decision kind of when you go, do I want, and plus, you know, you're working nonstop, and, you know, life will change when this show comes out, and, like, and more and more movies come out, and it's like, these creepy, weird girls will come out of the woodwork and just, you know, just they have all these weird motives, and they'll like you for, you're already a babe and stylish and funny and great, so you have no problem with girls, but then they'll just get fucking more amplified and intense, so you have to 
make a decision. And Thomas is saying, like, do you want to be Bill Maher? As a man in Hollywood and you're getting successful and you're successful, do I want to be Bill Maher and be fucking, like, 50 years old or however the fuck old he is and just, like, <laughs> fuck, allegedly fucking prostitutes or, like, pay, you know, or, like, or, or just, like, dating a bunch of, like, rogue women and just ultimately it just it just does seem so desperate and sad and lonely. Yeah. And well, because here's the you thing, like, a lot of guys, a lot of guys will hear that. Like, they, they hear exactly what you just said, and they go, what's the fuck's wrong with that? That sounds amazing. You know, like, uh, you tell me I'm 40 and I'm still going to fuck 25-year-old girls. It sounds incredible. But the, you, you fail to realize, like, every girl that I know that has had any interaction with Bill Maher or guys like him have come away and been like, that was, like, so gross. <laughs> and let me be clear. I love Bill Maher. I watch his show regularly. But I think yeah. out of personal life... I think it's gross, and I I tell people like, oh yeah, I'm kind of getting serious with this girl. I don't know, things are kind of heating up, and they're like, wait, are you, what are you doing, man? Next year you're gonna be like, you can like walk into a place and snap your fingers, and some girl will be like, rawr, 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 rawr. and I'll be like, yeah, but they're gonna be, they're no, they're gonna be nowhere near as cool as this person. And also like, thank God it's happening now. Before I go down to the abyss of like sad, trite, shallow little Hollywood boy who can just. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. I know. I always think of, I think of Bill Maher. I think of like a friend of mine showed me a picture of her new boy and, and, and he's older, but he's still attractive. He's not like Bill Maher. He's like a great body. He wants this beach house in Malibu and he's this thing. And she's like, look, look who I get. And I'm like, yeah, but he's going out with a girl who's like 15 years younger than him. (laughs) Like, That's kind of weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know if that's like as long as if he treats her well though, and he's monogamous and he's good with his word and he treats her nicely, and she's into him, and he sure as hell, of course, is into her. As long as he treats her nicely, and there's an even exchange where she's learning from him and she's turned on by him, and they're having fun and they're nice to each other, I think that the age difference, 15 years, that's okay. I don't know because women like yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Because it's, because the guy, I mean, hopefully he's exhausted and he's not trying to chase pussy or whatever the fucking phrase is. And, like, I mean, is he a good guy? Because that sounds like it could be okay. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, he is. Let's say, let's say for argument's sake, he is. And you're right. You're right. I'm uh, Maybe I'm being, I'm crossing the line of being judgmental just then. But it's only, it's only because it's tacked onto the fear of, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm getting a delusion of moral of morality here I don't know I'm not saying one's right or what's wrong you know like I got friends who, who are all over the map you know they may they may or may not uh, be intimate with porn stars and whatnot. and that's mm-hmm. cool that's cool I'm not judging I think that's maybe that's cool maybe that's a thing that I'll never know because I'm too much of a fucking scaredy cat but no, I don't know porn stars porn stars and prostitutes and strippers are different things like, that's different from like a guy with a house in Malibu who's like older and is sick of Chasing girls and like dating a cool girl fifteen years younger, younger than him. That's that could work. That's all the same as like just some dude is fucking prostitutes. And I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but oh yeah, I love I love you, <laughs> the guy that I'm oh, talking about. <laughs> Eddie, we we love you. I'm sure he's not even listening. He's probably he's probably knee deep in prostitutes right now. Anyway, we are going to wrap up the show shortly. But I just want to say one thing. See you. See that's the thing. Like. I'm confused by me and my choices. Now we're getting a little bit too real, but I'm going to like just talk about this like we're just on the phone and we're not actually like doing some podcast radio show. You're, it definitely is what okay. it feels like. <laughs> right now we're just like having a chat on the phone, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't so care. 
these people can just tune out if they want. Uh, they can just press uh, stop. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so your girl is coming to town in October. You guys aren't making a go of it. If the dude I'm dating, if my boyfriend were to say, I'm moving to L.A. in October, we're going to do this. Cause is she moving in with you? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. If the guy I'm dating said, okay, we're going to move in together in October, we are doing this. I'm selling my house and wherever I live and or, like, whatever, or I'm going to come out to L.A., I would panic. I'm not ready for that. I'm like, this is good. I like the intense things. It's, every, it's like oh, we're always on vacation. It's like we're in hotel rooms we're, or at my place. Like, I like the distance because I'm a weird only child, and I like – but at the same time, I'm worried because at some point, I don't know how long I can – be in this thing and have it just keep going as it's going and not like what do I do like if I'm never moving to where he Oof. lives so I know I got, that I'm putting what I have the response I have your your response <laughs> what because when you said you juxtapose it and it's like you'd be nervous and with 9 out of 10 girls well, well everyone except this, this sweet sweet lady I would be nervous why am I not? I don't know, man. That's that shaman shit. That's that shaman magic. I just, I'm not, I'm not with her. I'm like, yeah, bring it. Cool. I like it. Let's do this. She makes oh, herself absolutely. peaceful. It's, it's shaman. But I, 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 I was with a guy for five years. We lived together. I was like, I was weird then. I'm less weird now, but like, I, that's just a me thing. That's just a very specific, like, I, I'm not easy to date, okay? Like, you saw my text messages to this guy the other day. You saw, you heard, like, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm as healthy as you are, even though I'm trying to dispense uh, advice on a podcast on a weekly basis or whatever, because, anyway. But, like, I, I'm i not ready to move in with anybody right now in this time of my life. I know that I would like to at some point. I want to be with one person. I want to be a monogamous thing. I would like to have a baby in, like, a long time from now and, and maybe even get married and whatever, I don't want to do that in October. Nobody's asking me to, but I sure as hell fucking know I don't want to do that. But here's what I do know. I'm in a thing right now where I love someone. I believe he loves me too because he tells me. So, it's, you know, uh, I'm, in, I'm in love with someone. We're in a long-distance thing. I'm never going to move to where he lives. I know that. I will never move to where he lives. It's not going to happen. And so I guess that just means, like, he has to be willing to move here so how long do I stay in this thing where I can continue to be more and more in love with him or get deeper and deeper into this thing without, like, knowing how it's going to end? And also I don't want to be fighting with him about it all the time because I still – we've only been dating for, like, five months. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be, like, yeah. fighting with him about him not moving to L.A. Cause why would I ask? I'm still getting to know him. You know what I mean? Like, so how would you navigate this? Whew. Now, now I'm giving I'm, I'm giving I am boy crazy uh, advice. Here. You're, you've called into you called into my show. Yeah. You got to define your limits. I don't know. That 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 sounds like the best advice is you have to define your limits. I know what my limits are. I can't do I can't do any any much longer than what I'm doing right now in terms of long distance. If it worked for you, what the fuck? Why not live in that? Maybe that's a great way for you to have a relationship. Right now it's working for me, yeah. and I don't want... But yeah, but you don't... Get... Well, live in the now. Live in the now. You don't have to figure out what it is in the future. You don't have to know that now. Live in the now. Live, be present. 
you go, you visit, you, you don't. If it's satisfying, what the hell? What more do you, you want than a satisfying? Good. What more do you want than a satisfying relationship? Go ahead, wrap this bad boy up. All right, you heard it here first. Live in the now. Apparently, uh, you know, uh, that's the takeaway from tonight. Live in the now. Relationships are counter. Oh no, hold on. Monogamy and getting married and being in a serious, committed relationship is the punk rock rock way to live your life, and it's counterculture. I don't know what we're talking about. Don't be Bill Maher, but do watch his show. Um, all right, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful time with me and Thomas Middleditch tonight. I know that I did. Uh, thank you for listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Thomas, thank you for doing the show. I hope you do it again. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was really interesting. I hope I hope it's exciting to, for people. Um, that's that's my main joy. See, we're we're, we're uh, yeah. I think we just went seven minutes too long. Both of us just like I've like hit our limits. So we got to get out of here. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and uh, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. Follow Thomas Middleditch on Twitter at. Oh, at Tom Beanie. No, wait, that's my Instagram, at Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're fucked. Okay, you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes, uh, and if, you can't, if you're too much of a pussy to call into the live show or you just can't call in for whatever reason, you can always leave a message on Boy Crazy Voicemail, which is area code 888-666-2045. Leave a message under a minute. Do not include your phone number. Anyway... Thomas Middleditch, you're currently missing him on uh, Key and Peel on Comedy Central right now. I'm going to play us out with a song. I'm going to choose a romantic song called Waterloo Sunset by the Kinks. Uh, thank you, Thomas. You're amazing. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. Bye.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-72-1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.